exercise bike and the photographs in piles. The photographs had been mostly those sent over the years by my mother and grandmother, and I knew them all well because they were the same ones kept in albums at my mother's house. They were of my sister Helen and me, posed for yearly school portraits or else with our feet up on soccer balls. Our early years were documented well in my father's house. There were shots of backyard camping, of our first dog, a golden lab named Roger, as well as stacks and stacks of Christmas concert photos in which it's nearly impossible to identify a single subject. A gap of four years in the progression of the photographs left most of our adolescence unaccounted for, so that, in going through the piles on my first visit to my father's house at the age of twenty-two, I was surprised to find us, toward the end of the collection, suddenly grown. The documentation resumed itself only in sheets of uncut, wallet-sized graduation photographs, and then in the newer, less dusty images of my niece, Sophia, which Helen had sent from Tennessee. The second library was the designated smoking room when I visited. My father retired there after meals and at half-hour intervals throughout the day. I avoided the room and tried to keep the rest of the house aired out as best I could. Sometimes, though, I'd get it into my head that, like my father, I couldn't breathe, and then I'd run back and forth along the corridor and swing the front and back doors quickly in and out. In my father's last winter in Fargo, too out of breath to continue repairs on the palace, he became interested in the stock market. He upgraded his computer, and after that spent nearly all of his time in the second library, rarely venturing into the long corridor that led to the rest of the many-roomed house. He'd set up the computer on a low desk next to the television, so that it was possible for him to watch them both at once, and he kept up on the progress of his few shares throughout the day, even watching them while he logged his obligatory mile on the exercise bike, which he had moved in front of the screen. When the markets closed in the evenings and on holidays, he missed them and paced the room. He said, like a bear. The computer was part of a package deal that he paid for so slowly that the interest soon turned out to be double the cost. I'm even getting a burner thrown in, my father told me over the phone in January, and a fax machine. Doesn't all this depress you a little? my sister Helen said a month later, when my father's operations were in full swing. Dad, I said, what in the hell are you going to fax? He didn't hear. I might as well, he told me. At this price, I can't afford not to. By the third week of my father's career, he had lost a total of $150, which he pointed out to us was pretty decent for a newbie. This is much safer than blackjack, he told me when he tallied the results and let me know. This might be the wrong economic moment, Dad, I said, to get into this sort of thing. You may be right, my father admitted. You may be right. But my next communication from him was an email he sent to both Helen and me, and it looked as though he had no intention of pulling out. It read, Keep your fingers crossed and will be retiring to the original Mexico in very short order. Another message followed this one closely.
I've given up on the miners, but doing a little research and third time being the charm, our next venture's going to put us in the running, my sweethearts. Hope you're feeling as lucky as I am. Helen wasn't feeling lucky at all. We've got to get him out of there, she said. Henry will never put up with this shit. Henry's place, tucked into the tiny town of Casablanca, Ontario, just 20 miles from the border of New York, was the site of all our childhood summers and what all of us, including my father, secretly thought of as home. Still, when Helen first suggested that my father move there permanently to be looked after by Susan, Henry's part-time nurse for as long as we had known him, my father clung resolutely to the independent refuge of his palace, which he returned to every year like a bird. But that next spring...